She's such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics. And she told me that she make a come fast. Why you acting like that? Hey ladies, so today's episode is entitled Big V's, okay? We we banging them big V's, bitch, dipping on fofo, <laughs> we banging them big V's. I know y'all like, what the fuck does big V stand for? Big V stands for vagina and vibes, okay? And if you feel like saying vagina first is a little bit weird, we gonna say vibes and vagina, bitch. Whatever works for you, bitch, because we all got it in the hole in us, and I think we need to modified it monetize that bitch okay <laughs> so it's been a long time since i had talked my shit like this okay it's really about to get real clanchy okay it's been a long time since i talked about milking a nigga getting that motherfucking coin securing that motherfucking bag and making sure you good right it's been it's been a little it's been a little minute okay but don't worry we about to get back into some things all right and the reason why it's been a minute is because i just felt like it's other things we need to be talking about, okay? But when the slippies, when the slippies, when the sissies slip and slide in my DMs, okay? And they ask for this, I got to deliver it, all right? So today's episode is going to be real motherfucking long. Like, I ain't going to hold you, bitch. So make sure y'all got your notebook, notepads, voice recording. I don't know. If you at work, bitch, it's probably going to be done by the time your shift is done. Sorry, nah, I'm being dramatic. Y'all know I'm extra. Extra. Okay, <laughs> I'm extra, but um, yeah, so it's gonna be long because what I'm doing is I'm gonna mix three her notes into one, bitch, and a little bit of what I want to talk about, and so into one. So we're gonna cover four things, but they all add up into one big thing. So without any further ado, okay, a doozy, bitch, let's get into the beginning, okay? Cause we gotta get we we gotta put, we gotta start off with the, you know the, the bread, the meat, then the ending of the sandwich, bitch, okay? So let's get into the first thing. And then we're going to make our way to the end. All right. So I'm going to insert this clip right here. Bye. I ain't going to lie. You guys be getting me mad. You always in my DM asking for money. Use your vagina. Use your vagina. God gave it to you for a reason. Use it. You're having sex anyway. See, the next time you bending over for a man, instead of spitting in your hand, turn around and playing with his balls, turn around and open your hand. Tell him you need some money because if you are using your vagina, you should not be asking me for money. Ask him money. You're not giving me nothing. You're not giving me no home home. So I don't get it. Use your vagina to go to Dream Weekend and do whatever else you want to do. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I know a lot of y'all hearing this right now. Y'all like, Miss Brownstone, are you teaching women to be prostitutes? No, bitch, I'm not. <laughs> Just got to get that out there, okay? Because I feel like, you know, for the first time, listen, it's okay one time for the fun time. Y'all probably like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? But no, bitch, listen, don't worry. I got you, sis. Um, <laughs> But I had to add that clip in here, right? I had to add that clip in here because I told y'all before, 
I think I need to go back to some of the old content because I hate repeating myself, okay? Because I am not a broken radio bitch. Um, stereo system and shit. But um, I feel like I have said this before all the time that men say if they was a woman, they would be rich, right? Because men know that a lot of men would do anything for some pussy, okay? And know that women have a lot of value besides what's between your legs. But however, there's some people that put a lot of emphasis on what's between our legs, okay? Okay. So, with that being said, that's why I wanted to play that clip. And I really wanted to play that clip because a lot of my, how can I put this? A lot of girls that I know, okay, they really would slip and slide in your motherfucking DMs. Like Star said, matter of fact, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, okay, at Miss, that's MS period, brownstone underscore. Y'all not some Miss Brownstone, don't fuck up with me. But yeah, they would really like slip and slide in your DMs, sis, and ask you for $20, $200, $300, knowing that they got a nigga. Like, ask that nigga why are you asking me for Monty? like i don't get it you get what i'm saying for instance no shade to my friend she knows she is but y'all know i'm not working right i don't have a job um and i work for myself basically like i decided i want to be a full-time podcaster i have other things i want to do and i know y'all like i miss brown song how you decide you want to be a full-time podcaster but you ain't put out shit in a couple weeks i know how y'all do because my listeners be damn sure you know serving me my motherfucking ass on the platter okay so i know that's what y'all thinking but um i'm actually got some things in the works so that's why i haven't been podcasting on here like that because i'm trying to like get my podcast room together y'all because i'm trying to like you know all right anyways you'll see new year's is coming don't worry i got you though mm-hmm. okay so yeah so that's why i haven't been really like doing this and a lot of other things are happening behind the scenes where it makes it real hard for miss brown's gonna be on this motherfucking mic right now not to mention i was sick for a little bit okay but anyways back to the content at hand um, I decided I wanted to be a full-time podcaster, right? So me deciding to be a full-time podcaster, I had to quit my job. Yes, bitch. Bye-bye, okay? But a bitch ain't struggling, though. A bitch is good, okay? Because I know how to use what? My vagina, okay? <laughs> I know that's how fucked up, but it's real shit. So my friend called me and was like, hey, um, can I borrow? Hold on, my cat up here. Get, the, get your ass down. Get down. Thank you. Okay. So my friend called me and was like, hey, can I borrow $300? No shade. She knows she is. Can I borrow $300 and um, I'll pay you back on Wednesday? And I'm like, hey, I'm the friend without a job. Why would you call me and ask me for $300? And you got, my friend got hoes, okay? I'm talking about, I got hoes, okay? In different area, coach area, area, I got hoes, okay? The bitch got hoes, okay? So why don't you ask one of them niggas to give you $300? Why are you calling me? I really feel like, honestly, your friends should be, like, the last result. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even feel comfortable asking women for money. Like, that's just never been my thing. I don't think women should have to come out of pocket for shit. And I just feel like that's just me. That's just how I feel, you know? Like, and if it's something for, like, your nails or your hair, your face shoes, things like that, okay, bitch, that's called self-care, so you should be paying for your motherfucking self. Now, if a nigga choose to treat you, that's different. But as for everything else, I don't think women should come out of pocket. So even when I go go out with another female and it's me and her, you feel me? Either we split that bitch or I pay for the whole shit, you know what I mean? But sometimes I don't even want to do that because I just feel like you shouldn't be paying for shit. I don't know. Maybe I just treat people how I want to be treated. Who cares? But anyways, I know y'all like, well, shit, I want to go out with Ms. Brown so I don't got to pay for shit. But anyways, back to the story at hand. So she really asked me for that. And I'm like, why would you ask your friend that ain't got no job? So I said, I said, why don't you go ask one of them niggas? She was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ask one of my male friends. You should do that first. You, you should have did that first. Like, honestly, like, I think you should ask the nigga you're fucking um, for what you need and let him know. You know what I'm saying? And if that nigga say no, then ask another nigga. And if that nigga say no, ask another nigga. And if that nigga say no, you know that one nigga that be trying to get at you, but you don't be giving him the time to day? Ask that nigga. And if that nigga say no, 
Then you come over here, you ask me. And if I say no, then you go ask your mama. But I got about like five niggas. Somebody gonna come through, bitch. <laughs> okay? And if all your five niggas is broke, shit, ask them for $100 a piece, bitch. Shit, $25 a piece. The shit add up. All right? So, I was like, you know what? I wanted to touch on that. I really did. I was like, fuck that, bitch. Star made a good point when she posted that shit. Other day. I said, use your vagina. Not only Star, but um, Danny from 8 at the Table. I don't know if y'all know who she is. She is funny as shit. She's a comedian. But she made a good point the other day. She was like, women should not be broke. And I'm like, the bitch ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? I know this one homegirl. Well, she ain't my friend no more. But this bitch I used to be friends with. She was a thought, okay? Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. Oh, I want to see you bust down. You know, and we're in there, Okay. You know, now she's a mother, all right? But back then, she was a that bitch, okay? So, she was that or whatever. And this bitch was fucking mad niggas at our job. Like, I lied to you not. And if some of the niggas she wasn't fucking, they would snore. They still was around hoping and wishing they could sniff a little bit of that motherfucking kitty cat, okay? So, we go out um out of state one day on a little mini vacation. And the bitch tell my something she broke. I'm like, how you broke? How you broke? All these niggas you fucking and sucking and you broke, bitch? I don't get it. How you broke? I don't understand. I can't wrap my mind around it because men will love to spend money on you, bitch. Okay? Like, they would love to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, do, do you have a problem asking for help? Like, why are you broke? So, we was out on vacation. I ain't going to say who was at because you don't know who be listening and shit like that. And she was just like, oh, I need some money. I ain't got it. We on vacation. Why you ain't got no money? I don't know. So, I said, you know that nigga that be trying to talk to you? Text that nigga and tell him that you lost your motherfucking wallet out this bitch and you need some coin. Okay? Shit, sometimes you got to lie. To make them feel better. Like, make them feel like they saving a day and shit. But, you know, do what you gotta do, bitch. So, I'm like, tell nigga you lost your wallet. You need help. Da-da-da. She for damn sure did. And nigga sent her some motherfucking coin. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. See? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you not asking for money? Shit. Even when I was out there, my funds was running a little bit, a little low. But, you know, I have, when I say low, it's not mean I'm broke. It means I have a threshold of what I want to spend and what I don't want to spend, okay? But when I'm out on vacation, I still gonna spend shit. So, my threshold was running a little bit low. But I had this one nigga that was trying to talk to me for a minute. Smooth text him like, oh, yeah, remember I told you I was going to I? He's like, yeah. I'm like, um, remember you said you was going to help? He's like, yeah. Well, can you run me that? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> of course, I ain't say it like that. But, you know, I said it nice away. But, yeah. Smooth, <laughs> Cash that a bitch, that 400, period, 400, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's nothing compared to niggas that really be giving, yo, it's bitches out here making like 2,000, 3,000 off a nigga, I lied to you not, bitch, it is women that's getting that coin, and we out here sleeping, but anyways, I mean, they want to ramble for that, so that's why I wanted to put that clip in here, because I think it's time we need to understand that these big V's that we about to be banging has a lot that you could reap, you know, some of a good coin off that bitch, all right? Hope I ain't rambling on too long, y'all. So, I wanted to touch on that. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch on is the fact that, you know, I have, um, I had some sissies, okay, that slipped and slide in my motherfucking DM, sis, okay? And they had a couple of things they wanted to slide, okay? So, we're going to start with, who do I want to start with? I want to start with, I think I want to start with, I think I want to start with, I don't know yet. I don't know which one I'm gonna start with. Whatever fucking one pop up first is the one I'm gonna go with. Actually, hold on. Let me look at my screenshots. Let me look at my screenshots. Okay, I want to start with the one where she's talking about the open relationship, and then we're gonna move it over to the other girl because they all tie into each other at the end of the day. All right. So let's get into this first her note. It says, "Hi, Miss Brownstone. I've been following your podcast for a couple weeks, and I love your podcast." You should really start a YouTube channel, bitch. <laughs> it's coming, bitch. Don't worry. All right, don't worry. I mean, I have one, but it's not like 
how it is for this. And I think I want to put it under Miss Brownstone. So make sure y'all subscribe to Miss Brownstone because by New Year's, like, I'm going to have a whole fucking show up, like, producer, all that shit. Like, it's going to be lit. So just let y'all know that. All right, boom. All right, so she said, can I ask you something? So I'm talking to this older white man from Florida, and he openly told me that he was already in a relationship. That he, wait, that he is already in a relationship and that is his white girlfriend. Okay, that his white girlfriend don't mind. Why we mention? You know, only only black people do this shit. Hold up, side note. I'm sorry. Only black people specify the race. You feel me? Like I don't understand why we do that, but we do that, and that shit is like low key. No disrespect. It's low key racist because we just, we we could be at a bar, right? And we'll be like, <laughs> I hope I'll go to hell for this. We could be at a bar, right? And a black man could walk up to us and we'll be like, hey, what's up? Did I have a good little cocktail chapter with a guy or whatever? And we'll tell our homegirls, like, y'all met this dude. He was cool for blah, blah, blah. And because we didn't specify the race, we just automatically know, okay, it's a black person. You know what I'm saying? But if a white man walked up to us and we talked to him, we'd be like, girl, I met this white guy or a white or Asian dude. Come I met this Asian dude. Like, why do we have to specify on race? Like, I don't get it. It's low key racist. But, um, all right. Anyways, back to the story at hand. <laughs> His white girlfriend didn't mind because they were in an open relationship. This one day we were video chatting and she popped her head in the camera, wanted to say hi. I didn't know how to react, but I had to play it off. So fast forward to the last weekend, he was lacking on texting and then started texting back. What should I say or do when he does this? And then she put edit. We met a couple weeks ago on Tinder and we haven't we haven't met in person yet. We will be we will we will in a couple of weeks after my birthday in November. Okay, so it's already November, so I'm hoping she met him. Um I want him to what the fuck is wrong with my screenshot? Okay, hold on. Let me go to my DMs because I screenshotted it and it's it's acting stupid. Bear with me, bitch. The dog next door is barking, okay? All right, a few weeks after my birthday in November. I want him to buy me gifts for my birthday, of course. I'm going I'm going the spoil girlfriend route, but he already has one, and she knows about me. Can I even get gifts in the relationship, even if she's already, even if she already knows? All right, so I want to touch on that because, like I said, today's episode is called Vagina and Vibes, right? Or Vibes and Vagina. Whatever one y'all want to say, which one come first, I don't know. I don't care. Um, so being as though that it's about Vagina and Vibes, I want to tell you why I put Vagina and Vibes together. So from the little clip where Star was talking about, and I was saying, like, if you have a vagina, but you shouldn't be broke, you should use your vagina. One is because, like I said, if a nigga is fucking you, he should be making sure that you're good, period, point blank, okay? And on top of that, being as though it's a lot of men out here that be wishing and hoping and do anything for a sniff of your motherfucking vagina, they should be paying up. Niggas, they should be getting taxed. Okay, period, point blank. You should have that. That should be known off the rip. That's just how I feel. Now, the reason why I brought up vibes is because um, there are some men who, yes, they love the fact that you have a vagina. They love the fact that, you know, you are a woman and all the things that come with a woman and your big boobs and your big body and da da da. But that don't move them. What moves them is how you make them feel. And that's when we get into the whole vibes thing, okay? And I think I talked about vibes a lot, breaking down how to make, you know, how to set up the environment femininity and all this other stuff. I think I talk about that a lot in my podcast. I don't think I have to touch on it too much, but we're going to talk about vibes in another way on this episode. So listen clearly. Okay, sis. So I want to use that clip about her talking about him being in a relationship and having a girlfriend. Can she still get gifts and stuff out of him? 
And the answer is, sis, yes. And you should still get gifts because just because that one woman required, one, that woman may not require what you require doesn't mean that you shouldn't get what the fuck you want. Not all women are the same. What you got to do is train a nigga, okay? Period. Point blank. I know y'all probably like, what is training a nigga, okay? So I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. So when you train a guy, it's basically, so that's why y'all should get the whole tactic. But when you train a guy, it's basically like you tell him what you into. You kind of like put it in his head what you like and then you when he does do that right so then when he does do it you give him like a treat like how you do a dog i know it sounds fucked up but yeah so you give him a treat so let's say you tell him like i want to go to um a certain type of brunch spot or whatever you drop a hint on what you like you like seafood this this and that and when he takes you there to that to that restaurant you be like oh baby pick the amazing place da, da, da. rub on a nigga leg kissy moo moo or whatever tongue him down that way he knows that this is the type of things that you went to. And if I do this right, I get this. You get what I'm saying? When the dog sits, when you say sit, you give him a treat, right? I know it sounds fucked up, but yeah, that's how it works. And if you want to train somebody, like you tell him to give you gifts like that. If you want to train him to give you gifts, you need to start putting that in his head every time he comes around you. So you never have him come see you or be around you empty-handed. So like whenever a dude come to my house, right? This is something that I do. Whenever a dude comes to my house, I always make sure they bring me something. That's just because I'm going to get them programmed to knowing that you can't come here empty-handed. Whether it's a bottle of wine, whether it's Twizzlers, whether it's whatever. It's simple shit, but I just want to let it be known, like, when you come in my presence, nigga, you better have a gift. So when you go and meet him for the first time, you should be like, oh, well, you know, I like surprises. What are you going to bring when you come and meet me? Like, when we meet, when we meet or whatever. Are you going to bring me roses or sunflowers i love sunflowers and da, da, da. you get him to program him drop the hints and then when he does it you reward him oh my god babe, thank you so much kissy move, 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 rub on his legs sit next to him at the booth and shit whatever case may be you know so that he knows okay this is what she likes so then when he tried to come to your house or come to see you or whatever you be like babe can you give me some wine when he brings the wine oh my god you that way he's programmed that every time he comes see you he know he has to bring a gift that is what training is if you want to know more about training you can watch the interview i did on bob's podcast on youtube you can look up miss brownstone on bob's podcast or you can go ahead and listen to shira seven or you can go ahead and get whole tactics the book okay go to my website i got whole tactics up there go ahead and buy it from my website because i do get a percentage period <laughs> you got to train him off the rip so that he knows that this is how you move and that it doesn't come as a so wink and dink surprise to him okay now Bob is important in this situation because if that woman was every woman, and I'm about to put that episode out after this, for people that's in open relationships and poly and things like that, so you should listen to this, listen to that episode, episode after this one, you know who you are, sis, that's the side of my DMs, listen to that episode after this one, but for that woman, for women who are in an open relationship or people in open relationships in general, you got to understand that clearly she doesn't, she doesn't, um, I hate that this dog is barking, y'all, and it's not my fault, I'm sorry. She doesn't cater to every part of him. You get what I'm saying? She is not every woman, all right? I'm every woman. It's all in me. She's not every woman. So it's some things that he may get from her that that he's not going to get from you. And it's something that she's not giving him that he wants from you. You get what I'm saying? And that's the whole point of him having another woman. You get what I'm saying? Because there's more, multiple ties to him besides, you know, um, what meets the eye with her. So what you need to do is you need to find out what is it that she's not giving him that he wants and find out what difference do you bring to the table and monetize that shit. So that means that, for instance, if she's a born ass bitch, just saying that, she's boring, you know, she's probably older too, so he doesn't get that young girl feel, you feel me? He want to like get 
you know, back into his youth type of situation, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe she doesn't give that urban feel, being as though she's white, not trying to be racist, just saying. She don't give that urban feel, but you do. That's something that you can monetize. You give him a whole different vibe that he gets from her. And being as though he likes that vibe and you get him hooked on that vibe, you can then get money from that vibe. I know y'all thinking that shit sounds crazy, but here's the truth. People invest money into things that make them feel a certain type of way. The best way to get money out of somebody is to really tap into their emotion. That's why a lot of people talk about, uh, I say podcasts, that's why a lot of people talk about relationships when it comes to podcasts, and that's why a lot of people monetize off of independent black women because you could tap into their type of emotion, you feel me? Um, monetize off of single black women, um, uh, single moms and stuff like that. Black women is a market in general, but because you get to get into their feelings and get them to feel some type of way. And that's why music is, you know, the bomb.com because music taps into a certain type of emotion with you, a certain type of vibe, certain type of memories. And when you get hooked on that feeling, bitches like crack, you don't want to give it up. Okay. So with that being said, my best thing, my best bet for you is yes, he should spend money on you, but what you should do is find out what is it that he's not getting from her that you can give him. And when I say this, I'm not saying compete with the next bitch. I'm saying understand what you bring differently to the table and monetize it, okay? And here's the thing. Men that have girlfriends, let's take it out of open relationships. I'm just going to talk about just niggas that be cheating, period, okay? Men that have girlfriends or wives or things like that, especially if they're older, they're not getting a certain type of feeling from their wife. For instance, I met this guy. I'm going to tell y'all a little story, okay? <laughs> I told you this episode going to be long. So, I met this guy. Um, he's an older guy, whatever. We're going to call him the French man because he was French, right? So, met this guy, whatever. He's way older than me, bitch. Like, way older than me, whatever. Cool dude, though. Um, we had worked at a job together, but we no lo- I no longer work there, clearly, right? So... I see him and every day he would go to his desk, you know, and I know he had his own little desk, whatever. People was always talking to him. So I was like, he got to be some type of boss up in this bitch, period. You know what I'm saying? So I see him at his desk or whatever. And he just looked sad all the time. Like he just looked like he was just bored. Like he was just miserable. Like he looked like he just come wake up and go to work every day and go home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like no type of social life, nothing at all. So I see him and what I did was I just was, hey, how are you? How you feeling today? Did it, little conversations like that get his attention? But in the beginning, it wasn't. I wasn't thinking, "Oh, bitch, I could juice the nigga." I was thinking, "He just needs somebody to talk to because he looks sad." Like that's what I was thinking. All right, you know what I'm saying? So we started having conversations, and then I guess he started to take a liking to me. You know, <laughs> why not? Do you see me, bitch? Okay, so he started taking a little liking to me or whatever. Next thing you know, it became, "Oh, well, you know, can we hang out sometime at the work?" I didn't want to hang out after work. I didn't want to be seen with this man outside of work or just in general period because of the fact that he's a boss. You feel me? So he's he's my boss's boss at the time. All right. So I'm like, I don't want to get messed up in this, you know, in this bullshit. All right, honey, I ain't talking. No sir, no sir, I'm not. Okay. So I was like, no, I don't want to hang out after work. Da, 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 da. But this one particular day. One particular day, I had a bad day. Like, I was heated, and I really needed to drink. And I had just started the job, so you know how you eat that three weeks in the pay whole thing? So I didn't have no money to take myself out for a drink or get nothing to eat. I ain't even going to hold you. And I just was heated at the job. So he came in. He came in my office or whatever. He's like, what's up with you? Like, you okay? And I'm, like, just bitting to him about how I feel, what's going on, things like that. And he was just like, 
you know what? You need you need a drink. Like, you need to go out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you're right. So he was like, meet me at this place. We can go out for a drink, da, da, da. So we went out for a drink. And we eating and stuff. And, you know, on some Christian shit, not the crazy version, but it's a vibe all the time. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Sorry, okay. So, yeah, it's definitely a vibe with me all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we out drinking and eating and shit like that. I'm just making him laugh. We having a good old time. I'm not thinking anything of trying to get in this nigga pockets, for real. I'm just on some shit. Like, I just want to have a good time with him. Like, that's really what, that's really the type of time that I was on. I was just trying to have a good time with him. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to get out. So we just like kiki ki and laughing it on up and everything like that or whatever. And he, you know, we went our separate ways. And he started texting me on the exchange numbers. And he was just like, yo, I haven't had fun like that in a long time. Like, you really cool as shit. Like, nobody would have thought that you was that much fun. Like, you really chill. Like, and you down to earth and da da da. And he started to crave the vibe, the feeling that he got of being around me. And mind you, the nigga older than 50, bitch. So you already know <laughs> he ain't feeling you, fool. You know what I'm saying? So he just was like, yo, he, you know what I'm saying? He was like, it's been a minute since I actually like been at the bar and like had some drinks and da-da-da-da, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, but but So I guess to ignoring a nigga because life happens and I don't have time for him like that because the fact that we work together. You my boss boss. So that means I'm t- technically under your wing. So I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? So I kept my distance from what it could be. But because he experienced that type of vibe for me that one time, he craved it more and more and more. So he would come to me, he'd be, hey, how you doing? He smiles like that. He expected me to embrace him with the woman embrace that I've been doing. But it's like, we at work, I ain't trying to get too close to you. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't giving him that. So I started ignoring him and shit like that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then um, he was just like, he hit me up again and was like, oh, let's go out. I ain't got shit to do. Why not? So, went out with him again, and, you know, we having a good old time. And we talking, we laughing, everything chill or whatever. And I basically said to him, like, you know, um, what did I say to him? I think I started to ask him, uh, did I ask him? I think I started to talk to him, and I asked him, was he, uh, was he married or something like that? Because it's like, you damn near 60. You get what I'm saying? Maybe older than 60. Who knows? Because, girl, you got gray hair on his arms, all right? Um, so I know pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you have a wife and kids and things like that. So I asked him, was he married? And he was like, yeah. But the man don't wear his ring. So he gets to telling me about what's going on in his household. And I know that some men tell you these things to try to get you to not be like her and, you know, make you think that, oh, he's going to leave his wife one day. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't even give a fuck. I'm going to be mean to be fuck with all you don't, right? So he started talking about what was going on in his marriage and things like that. And basically, his wife is a doctor and she works a lot. And he helped to go through, you know, he he paid for her to go through medical school and everything like that. But now it's like, now that she's into her career, she don't have time for him. You get what I'm saying? And on top of that, she's also older. So because she's older and don't have time for him, she really don't, you know, she's not that playful, lucky type of thing that he is used to, Right. So make a long story short, he started telling about everything that was going on with him and his wife and things like that. And how he really just wanted attention and he wanted to have a good time. He just wanted to go out for drinks and laugh and blah, 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 blah. So I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself like, okay, that's cool and everything like that. So after we leave there, we're in like a little shopping center type of thing. I see one of the stores. I ran up in there like a kid out of the candy store and wanted to see if he had spent some coin. He damn sure spent some coin, bitch. So he, I got a little gifts and things like that. Went to my car, hugged him by or whatever. 
start blowing me up again. Oh, I can get you off my mind. Blah, 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 blah. I really like want to see you again. So I had this show that I wanted to go to and he was, I had the show I wanted to go to and I paid for my ticket already, but I didn't want to like pay for all the shit that was going to go on in it because I don't want to pop bottles and things like that. And I know it was going to be expensive. I didn't want to do all that. I, I wanted somebody else to pay for it. I'm just going to be honest. So I had invited him to the show and I invited him around the time that I felt like he was probably going to cancel because he got a wife or he was going to either like sneak out. I wanted to see how bad he, you know, was feeling the kid. So... He ended up canceling and not making it to the show. He canceled last minute or whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. You want to cancel, da-da-da. So what I did was when he hit me with the, oh, I can't make it, blah-blah-blah, bullshit. To my, it was bad weather. And I drove in the weather, so I know it was fucking bad. What I did was I started ignoring him. So now that that texting me, happy-go-lucky self that you got and the drinking with you and partying with you, that vibe, I, I took that vibe away from him because he didn't make it to the thing that I wanted him to go to. And so I started to ignore him. So, you know, at home, his wife isn't me, bitch, okay? Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me, okay? His wife isn't me, bitch, okay? So now he's miserable back at home, and he's craving that motherfucking Miss Brownstone vibe, bitch. And I'm ignoring a nigga. So he's just like, oh, babe, are you mad at me? Why are you not talking to me? You know, craving the vibe, bitch. It's like crack, okay? Welcome to New Jack City, bitch. So, yeah, craving the vibe, whatever, and I'm just ignoring him. So then he's like, are you mad at me? And I'm just like, yeah, I am. Because I really want to go to the show with you and you did it. I fed him some bullshit, whatever. So he's like, oh, I'm sorry that I said sorry doesn't cut it. How are you going to make up for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to make up for what you did? That's the way I was coming. Of course, the way I'm saying it to y'all is the way I said it to him, okay? That's another thing. Y'all got to learn how to add your own little flavor on the getting your motherfucking coin, bitch. So... I just was like, yeah, how are you going to make up for it? Because I really want to be with you, da, 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 you know, fed him some bullshit or whatever. So then he just was like, oh, well, how do you want me to make up for it? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to get this podcast room started. I don't know if y'all hear that echo, but my, my um thing, I don't know what's going on, but it's been echoing a lot lately. So if y'all heard it, I'm sorry. But I'm like, well, I'm trying to get this podcast room started so I can go and get my YouTube channel up and running because now I found somebody that's going to help a bitch out. So, yeah, I need you to, like, um, help me with that. He's like, so how much do you need for the room? So I told him how much I needed to get the room up and up and started. And I'm telling y'all, just to get y'all sneak peek on what I'm doing, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. What I'm about to do is about to be so fucking fire, bro. Like, it's about to be so fire. So let me just tell y'all what I'm about to do, and let me get back to the story at hand. I have a second bedroom in my apartment, and I don't do shit with it. It was originally supposed to be my YouTube channel, but I never really took the time to, like, you know, do all the things I want to do with the channel or whatever because I hate being on camera. But, you know, shout out to Dean the Great um, from Just Another Podcast. Make sure y'all listen to Just Another Podcast. Watch them on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and on Spotify and all those things. I spoke to Dean the Great and me and him had a conversation. And he's a dope-ass nigga. That's really my bro for real. And he is willing to produce the podcast for me for YouTube. Yay! So with that being said, once I found the fucking producer, which was actually something that I was trying to manifest anyway, um, and it just happened to work like that, and I'm like, oh, God, it's good, want to do it. So now that I found the producer, I'm like, oh, shit, it's time to really get this ball rolling, bitch. So, making a long story short, um, the second bedroom is actually going to be hooked up where it's going to be like a whole motherfucking Miss Brownstone show, bitch, okay? We taking keeping it clatching to the next level, ho. So, yeah, 
New Year's time come, we definitely is 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 gonna be up and running. It's gonna be beautiful. But not only is that gonna be taking place in the room, the room is gonna have marble floors, glitter walls, hot pink walls, gold accessories, all type shit. It's gonna be so pretty because the room is not only gonna be just the podcast show, but it's gonna be my luxury closet, okay? And the reason I'm telling y'all about it is because it's gonna be a YouTube channel for that where I'm gonna go over designer bags. Um, you know, shoes and things like that, but not only real designer bags and shoes, but knockoff designer bags and shoes. So replicas and things like that, because I feel like we should be able to have luxury at an affordable price. Okay. And believe it or not, it's women that got money. Okay, honey. And they rocking replica bags and there's good replica bags. So because a lot of my listeners are younger, I want to bring that to y'all where y'all can get some good, sh- like, you know, I know, I know y'all like, Oh, well, this ain't real Chanel. And that's, that's your opinion, bitch. But I want y'all to be able to rock the replicas and, and you know what I mean? And get the whole feel of luxury without having to kill yourself. Because honestly, spending all that money into these bags ain't going to help you get rich, honey. Just let you know that, okay? You know what I mean? The wealthy knows how to invest. Why get why spend $10,000, $20,000 on a bag that you could get for 500 on crying, honey, with the same quality? Okay, so we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be reviewing high-end replica bags, shoes, all that shit in the luxury closet for Miss Brownstone. All right, and I will be dropping like discounts and all that other shit on it. So I'm definitely excited for. I don't know if y'all heard that. My things are acting up, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for that channel. So it's it's, it's gonna be fire. So back to story at hand. I was telling him that I needed some money to fix the the room or whatever or whatever case may be, and you know he got to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? And then he was just like okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, when I'm going to see you? I said, you know, after you make up for what you did. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he zelled that money over with the quickness. And um, the room is in the works, okay? It's going to take a little time, but the room is definitely in the works. So then after that, we were supposed to hang out, like, right after that. But no, I made him wait a little bit longer. You feel me? Because... Anything that is accessible isn't worth having, period. So I made him wait a little bit longer. I probably, probably would say, like, I don't want to be dramatic and say a month, but the damn show felt like a month. Because I think that he he paid for the room back in October. So, uh, yeah, it, it probably been, like, a month and some change. You know what I'm saying? But met him up again, met up with him again. And this time, like, bitch, if I, you know, before we used to, like, sit across from each other, whatever case may be, and you just got the joke, you played me, da-da-da. Now I sat right next to him, like, I told y'all about that technique, like, you get a booth, sit right, sit right next to him, girl, rub on his leg, kiki-ki, look all in his eyes, and all that other bullshit, y'all know, I, I, I dropped those tools already, I don't keep dropping gems on y'all bitches, but yeah, so go listen to some of my old shit, because I didn't talk about that, so yeah, I sat right next to him, you know, ask him how was his day, put my leg on, you know, on his lap, or whatever, and all that other bullshit, and after the date, a bitch got paid. <laughs> Damn sure that he was like, huh, I want you to hold this. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? A couple hundreds. Thank you very much. And I ain't do nothing with the old man. It's just that he want to make sure that he secured the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying here. All you got to do, sis, is figure out the difference between you and her and what he likes about you and monetize it, okay? And understand that your presence is, a privilege, okay? And if a nigga fuck up, he must pay up. We already talked about that, right? So, yeah, that's that. Um, I don't think that women should feel like, oh, because he has a girlfriend, you know, he already got a girlfriend, so he ain't going to treat me the same way. No. If he, if a nigga, if a nigga want to talk to you, if a man want to talk to you knowing he got a bitch, y'all should be treated equally, period. And I know you probably like, how are we being treated equally if she's the wife and I'm the side bitch? 
or whatever the case may be, or the mistress, or whatever you want to be, or you the second girlfriend in the relationship. Y'all should be treated, treated equally because men should not have two women if they cannot afford having two women, okay? Not only that, y'all ever heard of hush money, bitch? This shit is real, okay? If you, if if I see that you took Michaela out, um, you know, in a cabin and all sorts of stuff, I see that on social media, and I see this how you're treating her, and you think you're going to fuck on me, huh? Okay? Fuck on me. Tell her come fuck on me. You think you're going to come fuck on me and not treat me the same treatment that you're treating her, but I get the same dick that she get? <laughs> you got me fucked up, okay? Clearly, you're geeking, all right? How they say out here in Baltimore, you're geeking. So with that being said, <laughs> run me my funds, ho. You know what I'm saying? I don't need the same treatment as her, but if I decide that I want something or if I decide that I do want that type of treatment, I should be able to have it. You know what I mean? In Africa, two men are not, two, two men, two women are, in Africa, men are not dating two women unless they can afford it. And Muslim cultures, with one, one, if the one, the one wife has a house and kids, the second wife should have the same house and kids. And it's just, that's just how, not the exactly the same house and kids, but you know what I mean. That's how it goes, okay? You know, you shouldn't be, or she should have what she thinks that she needs. You know what I mean? So, the first girlfriend might not require what you require. That don't mean that you can't ask for what the fuck you want because if he was, like, satisfied and happy there, he wouldn't be trying to talk to you. He missing something. Okay? Period. I say you go out and hang out with her. All three of y'all need to go out and you need to watch her and see what it is about her that he like and see what it is about her that she's missing. And you be that. Now, don't be something that you're not, okay? If it ain't in you, it just ain't in you. But I'm just saying, if you if it is in you, like if you got a little bit of ratchet in you, and nigga like a little bit of ratchet, and that girl lacking that ratchet, turn that bitch up a notch and monetize it. Get your money, ho. If 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 she is wild, you know what I'm saying, and he like, oh my gosh, she too much, and you need to be conservative, and you can you got it in you to be like a little bougie bitch, like mm honey, I'm good, you know, a little class, a little classy ho. Then turn that bitch up a notch and get your motherfucking money. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying, like because not everybody can cater to all sides of you and that's why you need to go hear the episode that i'm about to put out right after this one where is um i can't be every woman for him because it's the truth there's men that are that have re- the religious side to them a spiritual side to them a freaky side to them uh, a ghetto side to them want to play dice and shit r.i.p take off just saying you know but they want a woman that could fit into all those spots and not every girl can be all of those things so you need to find out what it is that you can be that he's missing and monetize it. That's all I'm gonna keep saying to y'all. Okay, use your vagina. So let me stop. <laughs> no, for real, but use your vibe, bro. Use your vibe, bro. Because they gonna crave that. You wanna be around a person that makes you feel good about yourself. That makes you feel a certain type of way. Okay, and listen to the way you make him feel. Um, episode that I put out. But yeah, you wanna be around somebody that makes you feel that type of way. And when you like that shit, it's like crack. You feel it. You always want it. Pookie couldn't stop getting high, ho. Yeah, you want to you wanna be that for Pookie, okay? You want him to be Pookie and you be the crack pipe, bitch, okay? Welcome to New Jack City, okay? And my, my brother's keeper. Some of y'all know that. That's before y'all time. But yeah, you don't want to be like that, all right? Okay, honey, okay. So, um, I want to touch on that with the vibes, all right? So let's go on to, um, girl, it's a clip. You don't know how it ended. I don't know what he's talking about. People just be DMing me, cussing me out. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, so let's go on to the next, uh, the next one on the new episode. Okay, the next sissy hit me up. I know y'all like, why are these all tying into each other? Y'all gonna see, y'all gonna see, just be patient, just be patient, be patient. 
okay? So the next sissy hit me up, and this is what she had to say. Let me find it. 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 So we was actually having a conversation, and this came up in the conversation, girl, okay? Um, okay. So I'm going to start it from here. She said, I'm working on getting my house based business up and running. So I have been watching my budget closely as I have to, as I had, as I have to put money in and I have been doing as much as I can myself by hand to save money. She said, I used to mention it to these men, but so many have tried to slow me down, tried to take advantage, tried to move in, wanted to know all the details of the business, but not trying to help. And so now I don't even tell my new, I don't even tell new men exactly what I, where, exactly where I live. Sorry, I'm like excited. Exactly where I live and what my business adventures is. Instead, I tell them I have a roommate and we have agreed no men come over. But I think going forward, I'm not going to tell them I have a roommate. Instead, I'm going to start to, I'm going to start saying no one can know exactly where I live at and visit unless they are paying the bills here. That's what she said. All right. So I heard that and I was like, that's very interesting. And I want to talk about it. I want to add it into vibes and vagina, bitch. Okay. Vibes and vagina, bitch. Because honestly, I feel like, um, sissy, I feel like you're dating a wrong man. I think you are talking to little boys. Okay. Okay. I think you're talking to young men. I think that what you need to do is if you're if you're looking for a man that's gonna invest in your business and things like that, I think you need to branch out a little bit more. And I say this all the time, but this is just real shit. It's just real shit. Okay. Because a nigga that got his own shit don't give a fuck what the fuck you got going on. At all. At all. Now once your shit start taking off, will he try to help you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, for instance. Let's say you dating a photographer, let's just say that, and you about to start a podcast or YouTube channel, whatever the case may be. He might help you by uh, investing in equipment and things like that or whatever, or, you know, freeing up your time by taking care of your bills and stuff like that so that you can put your time into your podcast. Let's say that. Now, once your podcast pick up, he's a photographer, right? So he should be able to come in and record and take pictures and things like that, add, add value into what you already got going on. You know what I'm saying? That's what men do when they already got their shit together. They're not into your business, all into your business endeavors because they want to take part of it or, or, or capitalize off of it or own some of it or try to use you. You know what I'm saying? Men that start to ask you what your business plans are, you know, um, what you do for a living and things like that, all in your motherfucking money, bitch, run, bitch, run, bitch. I don't even tell niggas I got a podcast. For real, for real. I don't. It's none of their business. I don't tell niggas I live by myself. It's none of their business. You know what I mean? Unless it's a man that got his own shit and I already seen that, honey, then I'd be like, yeah, I live by myself. I did it. But other than that, it's none of their business because some of these niggas are users, okay? Some men are only with women because they need help, all right? And if some of y'all women wouldn't even have men, then they need help. And that's a conversation for a different day. But I'm just letting it be known because that's what it is, what it is, okay? Let's call a thing a thing, okay? Let's call it a big spade, okay? So, yeah. I feel like you're dating the wrong men. My advice to you would be, first thing first, go older. 35 and up. And I know y'all probably like, what the fucking brownstone? What? That is, no, listen, okay? Fuck Sierra prayer. I want Carisha prayer, okay? I want young Miami prayer, bitch. Because, no, they saying some real shit, though. If you date a man that's older than you, he is established. 35 and up, he is already established. He don't want shit from you. He don't give a fuck what the fuck you got going on. I mean, of course he want to know you ain't a bum and shit like that, whatever case can be. But, you know, what you, what you eat don't make him shit. In other words, what you make ain't got shit to do with him, okay? It ain't, he ain't benefiting off of your money. 
He don't need your money. He got his own shit, okay? He, you're there because he wants you there, not because he needs you, all right? Let's just be honest, all right? So, I feel like if you date up, if you date, not dating up as in money-wise, but date up as in, as in age, which would end up being money, um, date up as in age, if you date a man that's 35 and older, he is already established, so he does not care about your business adventures. He is not trying to mooch off of you or anything like that. You get what I'm saying? That's just not what it is. You know what I mean? He already got his money. He don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds crazy, but that's just what it is. So I think right now you're just dating young dudes. So my advice to you would be first thing first is to get out of wherever you're at and start to go to um, money. Like look up the most riches, not riches, but the most um, the most expensive areas, counties or whatever, and wherever you live at and start to eat at those local bars and things like that and start to talk to those men in there. And you need to know how to be able to spot money too. So, yeah, you know, go listen to some of my old shit, okay? Need to be able to know how to spot money, too. Like I said before, all them bing-bing designer, big-ass symbols and shit, the niggas that's getting bread ain't doing all that. They shit real humble. Like, real humble. Like, you wouldn't even know that that motherfucker got on some damn Burberry. Or you wouldn't even know that they got on some motherfucking um, Gucci or whatever you talk about, right? I don't know. I don't talk about designers right now. But you wouldn't even know that he have no... It'll be so subtle. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be so subtle. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't even going to know that's a high-end shirt on that nigga. It's going to be so subtle. Those type of dudes you need to be talking to, okay? So go into these areas and meet those kind of men. Start exchanging numbers with them. Ask for business cards, whatever you need to do. Start going out with them dudes. And what you need to do is start telling them about your business, but don't tell it as if, like, you got it all figured out. You get what I'm saying? Make it seem as if, like, I'm trying to do this, but all I need is this. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, <clears throat> ooh, child. I'm, I'm, for instance, with my, with my, my, um, YouTube thing. I'm trying to get my podcast into the visuals, you know what I mean? And get an actual show for my podcast. And I have a producer, but all I need is a studio. You get what I'm saying? And, um, I have a studio space, but... I need this, this, and that to hook up the studio space. You get what I'm saying? Start saying it like that. You know what I mean? And see if they're willing to spend that coin. Now, if they seem more invested in it, asking all questions, but they ain't trying to fucking help, invested as in one of your information, but they ain't trying to help, that's a problem. You just cut them the fuck off. You get what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Now, you want to have some men that are going to listen to what you're trying to do, and off the rip, they're not going to spend money right away. That's just what it is. Now, this is what I do with them. <laughs> like how I did with old boy. You cannot see me until you pay for this, this, and that. You're going to have to do the same kind of thing. I know it's going to sound fucked up, but this is what it's going to be at. All right, boom. You're going to meet the man with the money, right? This is the game plan. Follow the game plan, bitch. You're going to meet the dude with the money, right? You're going to go out on a couple dates with him. You're not going to ask for shit right away because it's going to turn them off, okay? You're going to go out on a couple dates with him, build up the vibe, get the nigga hook on your energy, all that gushy shit. Be a vibe all the time. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Okay, tap into him. All that gushy shit. Whatever you have to do. Tapping in him is different from I'm mostly tapping people. I don't know. I, I'm defined the way I define it, not the way y'all define it. But yeah, build a friendship. Build a rapport with this guy, whatever case may be. Get to know the guy. Build up a vibe. Get him hooked on you as a person and liking who you are, all right? Once you do that, you're going to draw back. You're not going to be as accessible. So y'all might go out every Friday or whatever case may be. Now you can't meet up on Fridays. You're busy. All right? And if he be like, oh, what's been going on with you? You've been distant. You you say, I've been just stressed out about this business because, I, you know, I need to come up with the money. 
my perfect thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm been stressed out about this this room, this studio, because I need to come with the money to get the equipment. So I've been working a lot to come with the money to get the equipment. So I really don't have time for you right now because I need to come with the money to get the equipment. You know what I'm saying? I'm just stressed out about that. I just need to get my shit together. So you don't ask him for the money. You say that you are not available to give him the vibe that he's used to, invest your time in like you used to because you're stressed out about getting this equipment. And in order to get the equipment, you need the money. And in order to get the money, you got to spend more time into making your money than into spending time with him. If he is so hooked on your vibe and the way you feel and this, this, and that, but by the way you make him feel, whatever, and he want to spend time with you, he's going to re- want to alleviate that stress. I know y'all probably like, what? Listen to a bitch. He's going to want to alleviate that stress. So he's going to ask you, well, how much do you need for what you're trying to do? Then you tell him. That's how it goes. And if he wants to see you and spend time with you, he's going to try to take that off of your hands. You get what I'm saying? Now. This don't work on everybody, okay? It works on those that's really hooked on you and who got the funds, okay? Just saying. So, if he decides (laughs) that he asks you how much and he don't have it and he's still trying to talk to you and be like, oh, you're going to get it, you're going to have it figured out and da-da-da-da-da and you're going to be okay, but he not spending no coin, cut him the fuck off. On to the next. That's just how it's going to fucking be. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it's going to be. And you're going to get that one dude that's going to do it. And sometimes you don't have to ask for big bucks right away. They don't just be like, I need a thousand dollars. To nigga that got money, five hundred ain't shit. Five hundred ain't shit. Ask for five hundred dollars. Ask for eight hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Nigga that got money, cause you you don't want to make it like you're trying to just milk them off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Nigga that got money, five hundred dollars ain't shit. I need five hundred. See what the nigga say. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to come up with this five hundred. Da da That might not be shit for him. You get what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, it works because I done had a guy before who really liked me, wanted to hang out with me and stuff like that, whatever. And I told him, like, I can't hang out with you because this light bill dumb high and I need to pay this light bill and I need to spend, you know, doing overtime and things like that to pay for this light bill. He's like, you want to do overtime? You want to stress? Yeah, 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 I need to do all this pay for this light bill, whatever. It wasn't really a high light bill, bitch. I didn't need help. I was making up shit because I want some extra money. So make a long story short. He was like, well, I want to take you out. I'm like, I would love to take you out, but let me just take care of this. Once this is, once my priorities are in line and I hang out with you, I need to do this first. You know what I mean? Then he was on some shit like, all right, I understand, but I'm going to help you. Don't worry, I'm going to help you. Let's go out to eat. Went out to eat with the nigga. After he went out to eat, the nigga smooth slid me the money, the 500. Here you go. Only reason I went out to eat niggas is say he was going to help me. Okay, and if I done went out to eat with him and he didn't slide me, that, slide me no money, I'd have cut him the fuck off. If he'd have responded back like, oh, I hope you figure it out. Everything's going to be okay. Don't stress over it. And now I can help you or let me help you or let me see what I could do. Cut the fuck off. If you respond back saying, give me the Friday, cut him the fuck off. This is not a payment plan, bitch. That's just what it is. I know it sounds fucked up. But, hey, <laughs> you signed up for this. So your best bet is just to date older. If you date an older man who is established, who got a business, bitch, or not you had a business, but like a career, you know what I mean? He got some type of skills, bitch. You, you ain't going to want for nothing. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be hard. Like you don't get that that Apple Pay real quick, bitch. That Cash App Pay real quick. That Zelle real quick, bitch. Okay. It ain't gonna be hard. You know what I'm saying? Um. So she asked me a question. Let me find it. Okay. So she said, "What what have you verbally said to them to get them to invest in your business?" I think I told you. I told them that this is what I'm trying to do, but I just need this. You know what I'm saying? And I pitched the idea, 
if they don't bite the bait real fast, I start to withdraw my time from them and stop spending time with them. I take away the vibe. I take away what they miss. The hugs, the kisses, all that shit. I take that shit away. If he asks why I haven't been spending time with him, I tell him because I've been devoting my time into this and I'm stressed out right now and this is my priority, blah, 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 blah and try to see if he's going to release the stress. I have said this before in another episode, but that's how I get niggas get niggas get men to invest in what i need them to invest in or help me out with it and some men you know you don't even have to go all into that whole plan you just tell them what you're trying to do and they'll be like all right well i want to help you so i'm I'm gonna put some money into it like there's men like that like i literally was telling um somebody about my youtube tarot channel or whatever and i was just like yeah i want to start a youtube tarot tarot card channel to do that which i need to stop uploading because i recorded that content i didn't upload it it's a long story short but yeah make sure y'all follow um Miss Brownstone underscore tarot on YouTube is my tarot channel. I don't know if I said that. We do pick a card readings and things like that. Um, so yeah, if y'all into that stuff like that. And I'm gonna start doing unboxing and going over um going over my decks. That's gonna be another thing I'm about to start doing. So if y'all into tarot and crystals and things like that, make sure y'all hit the subscribe button on YouTube at Miss Brownstone's Tarot. Miss Brownstone underscore tarot. Yeah, just saying. Um so yeah, I was telling the guy about my tarot channel and things like that, and that's what I wanted to do and whatnot. And I needed more decks and things like that. And he was like, well, you know, I'm willing to invest some money into it. He was like, so when you're ready, let me know. I'll give you like 100 or something like that into it. And $100 for some tarot decks is a pretty good come up because, you know, I can get like three decks for 100 You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to buy the most expensive decks, so I could at least get two. You know what I'm saying? So the fact is he still was willing to help me, and I didn't have to go into this whole pity party about how I'm stressed the fuck out because of this, this, and that, and, you, and I can't be around you because I blah, 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 blah. He was like, no, I got you. So some men you ain't got to go into the whole plan, bitch. They'll help you. But I think that you can only get this off with men who are well-established. You can only get this off with men that $500 ain't nothing to that nigga. You feel me? And I told y'all before, I need to start studying nigga pockets because you don't want to ask for something outrageous that he can't afford. You're going to make him feel bad. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Now, another thing you said, you said, and what what boundaries did you place with them when it comes to your business? Um, I really can't even answer that because I never really had to place boundaries when it comes to my podcast or my exotic dance wear or anything like that. Um, Like, I just had a guy give me 1800 for the exotic dance wear. Or whatever, but I never had to um, place those boundaries because of the fact that I don't deal with men who feel as though that because they invest in my shit, that is their shit. You know what I mean? Like, only young dudes who are not established is going to think like that. You know what I mean? Like, with the studio being built right now, whatever, the podcast room being built right now, if I was fucking with a young nigga that was broke or barely got it, he would feel like because he painted the walls in this bitch that he should have a place to stay. Or he should be able to have a ride to work or whatever case may be. You know what I mean? Because he don't have shit. So he think, oh, well, I helped you with this. Da, 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 da. But when a man is established and he really cares about you, he's not doing it for something in return financially or anything like that because he's already good. He's just doing it to show you that he supports you and he got your back. In reality, the only thing he want in return is your love, is your vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's to relieve your stress. It's to make sure you good. You know what I mean? Um, and appreciation to say thank you. You know, I appreciate you. You didn't have to do this. And I really, you know, like he wants in the long run, especially if y'all are together, he wants in the long run that you be like, yo, babe, really help me with this. And I won't be able to do it without him type of situation. You get what I'm saying? Not you giving him his, 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 your ass to kiss at the end of the day. So it really depends on the type of dudes you're dealing with. So I think that if that's the type of time you want to be on, you need to date 
older men. Like, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Everybody's sitting here talking about, you know, dragging Young Miami, Carisha, and uh, Diddy, but, like, look what she got out of it. You feel me? He's, he, Diddy ain't been hot in a long time. Miami gave that nigga back his youth, bitch. I don't know if y'all heard his last song, but that shit was fire. She don't want my love. I guess I gotta move on. He said, shine a light on him. Uh, uh, shine a light on him. I was like, that shit fire. He put it on there, okay. Ooh, number one, I could buy me a nigga. I'm like, yes, Miami, big purr. You feel me? Period. But yeah, she, she fucking blew life back into that nigga. And now he making music. He back inspired. You get what I'm saying? That's what we should be doing. Loving on him. Loving on him. And, you know, motivating them, inspiring them, pouring into them the same way they pour into us, just not financially. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes motherfuckers just want a good vibe. Peace, peace, be still. Peace. And, you know, and, you know, you get what I'm trying to say here? I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say here. But, yeah, Miami poured life back into fucking Diddy ass. Now, nigga about making music. You feel me? They trending. She got a podcast on his shit, but he getting paid off for it. He just bought that bitch a motherfucking Maybach, like. Why? Because he got it like that. And all he want to do is make sure that the vibe that he got, the best friend and relationship that he got, is secure. That he, you know what I mean? So he want to make sure, like, look, bitch, if you fucking with me, you good, no matter what. Like, you keep doing what you do for me, and I'm going to do what I got to do for you. Type of situation. Like, niggas be no older men, no. Okay? <laughs> even the ones that are sugar daddies. Like, even if you're the older man, you just want to be on some sugar daddy shit. And it's like, nah, nigga, you pay for my time, period. And he and y'all have that type of, it's that, like, y'all have that agreement type of thing. You ain't even got to tell a motherfucker that that's what, the, what that's the type of time you're going to be on. Like, oh, my time ain't free. You got to, ah, ah, He knows. Like, because, come on now. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Y'all better go listen to Cheryl 7, period. But, yeah. So, I just think you need to just date older. Date older. Because they're not going to be wanting to move in with you. You know what I mean? I used to have to deal with that before I started the podcast. I noticed that I would tell a guy, I had this one guy. I think I talked about it. Netflix and chill is not a date. I had this one guy who I was like crushing on for a minute. You know what I mean? Went to the poetry slam to meet him because I thought he was just the cutest little thing or whatever. We met. We got to know each other. He carried a book bag. That's the one number one sign for a broke nigga carrying a fucking book bag. Okay? Unless you aren't the carrying your strap is in there uh, or it's your equipment, cameras or whatever. I don't know why the fuck you got a book bag. Okay? But anyways, number one sign for a nigga being broke, he carrying the book bag, bitch. Okay? Just saying. So make a long story short. Yo was carrying the book bag or whatever. And we started talking. I told him I had my own place. He's like, oh, why you ain't never say that? I would have came up with it. But was excited to be in my shit. What? The fuck? Same nigga that been quick to move in. Had nothing before I started the podcast. He, I had my own, you know, I always had my own place. But I got my own place or whatever. He brought the nigga home. We vibe and everything. That nigga did not want to go home. He was always over here eating up my shit, eating up my motherfucking Cheeto fries. Y'all know y'all hear me talk about that all the time. You got a day nigga that got his own shit. Because your little bit of money, it don't mean shit to him. Remember you used to live with your mom and you used to try to help your mother pay bills. I don't know about y'all, but I used to try to pay bills, whatever. So I would slide my mom, you know what I mean, a little $200, $300, $500 here and there thinking I'm doing something. And when your mother get mad at you, she be like, that little punk ass money don't mean shit to me. That's nail money, nigga. That ain't shit. That's how my mother was. My mother was real raw, okay? Give it to you raw, all right? She was real raw, okay? Um, and like, that ain't nothing. Your little money ain't doing nothing for me. I pay that shit. Your money ain't nothing. That's spending money. That's play money, you know what I mean? That's what you need. You need a nigga where it's like, your little bit of coin that you making, bitch, is play money to him. That ain't nothing. Like, you, what you doing ain't, you ain't doing shit compared to what the fuck he doing. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but that's the type of time you be on, Okay? Now, I hope I helped you 
in any type of way. <laughs> I would help you any type of way, okay? And, you know, and also, too, when you deal with older men, like, you gotta, you know, like, we talk about selling, you know, we talk about the vibe, but you kind of got to sell the idea of sex. And I know that sounds crazy, but you got to, like, kind of, like, let them know you feeling them. And don't be embarrassed to go out with them. Like, y'all be, y'all, y'all get older men that be trying to, like, spoil you and do things with you or whatever. And y'all be all like, oh, I don't want to be seen with him because he bald and they going to think I'm a sugar baby or whatever case it be. Or, or he got mad gray hair. They going to be judging me and da, da, da. Or he an old white man. Fuck what the fuck they think. Period. Fuck what they think. Just make sure that when he go out, he ain't stepping out looking like some old Haitian daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, help him with his swag. Help him get his shit together. But a piece of be And be, and you know, and even if you're not sexually attracted to him, fake it. Fake the funk, bitch. <laughs> fake the funk, bitch. Look, they be excited just for you to hold their hand. And I'm talking about the ones in, like, the early, like, the, the late 50s. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, late 40s into the 50s. Those ones. But when you're in, like, the 30s, like, 35 and early 40s, you might have to do a little bit more than hold a hand. You know what I mean? But those ones be still attractive. Like, the dudes that be 35 and in their 40s, they still be fine, bitch. Because 50 Cent, because get it, bitch, okay? Uh-huh. He could get it, okay? But, and, and Diddy, too, what? Late 50, 53 is, you know what I mean? He could get it. When you go past that age, that's when you got to think about it. They be just excited you holding their motherfucking hand, bitch. So, don't be embarrassed when you out with them and get them a good ass, get them a vibe that they can't get somewhere else, period. You got to sell that crack, bitch, period. <laughs> I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> sell that crack, bitch, and sell the idea that you would have sex with him. I said vagina and vibes. You feel me? Because he know you got a vagina. He would love to get the, get a feel of it. You get what I'm saying? So you want to, like, make it seem like, make him think he getting fur. You know what I mean? Give him a little inch. You know what I mean? Make him think he getting somewhere, but he ain't getting nowhere type of situation. If y'all really want to know more about that, y'all need to go listen to Whole Tactics because uh, I ain't got that much time to be telling everything. And it's damn near going on an hour. So I want to get to the next listener, um, listener, Sissy. I want to get to my last Sissy, and then we're going to wrap this up. Okay. So one of my Sissy slid in my DMs, and where is she, where is she, where is she, where is she? All right. Okay, so her message was pretty fucking long, all right? So I'm just going to get to the, the good part, all right? The, the good part that I want to talk about. All right, so she says, and, and because it's a long thing, some things I might be like, where the fuck did that come from? All right, whatever. I'm just getting to the ending part of what she said. So she said, she's talking about her boyfriend or whatever, right? She has a young guy. Her boyfriend's like 27. They're talking about being married or whatever. So this is where, this is where I'm starting off the letter at. It says, we begin to discuss... We begin to discuss marriage and trying to build something, but I want to see if he will support my expenses if we merge everything. I work and pay for all of my things and needs, but if I'm married, if I'm marrying someone, I don't want to change my lifestyle and something I do for myself. Skincare, massages, face shoes, and starting to travel. This past Sunday, I asked if he could help me pay for some stuff I wanted, and he felt uncomfortable. I never asked directly before. I used to say, I like this, and he would buy it a couple of weeks later. But because we are moving forward, I want to know if he will provide 100% just like my dad did. We have always been in a 50-50 relationship on dates, 50 relationship on dates and other stuff because he drives 40 minutes to see me which is a rule 
uh, wait, it's a rule, a state in my relationship, which is a rule, a state in my relationship. I don't know what that meant. I hate driving, so come if you, I hate driving, so come if you want to see me. So I feel like because he does that extra miles always, I don't feel comfortable asking for more. I just want to say this real quick. I'm going to get back to the letter. Just because somebody drives to see you, fly out to see you, whatever the case may be, that does not mean because they took the trip that they shouldn't have to pay for anything else, okay? Now, we understand he's young, so you decide you want to do 50-50 with the dates and stuff like that, but there are men that are young that will fly out to see you, drive to see you, and they should still pay for the dates. You should not go out of state if you do not have funds, period, point blank. So don't cripple that man. Just putting that out there. Back to the letter. <laughs> she put help. I love him. We have the same family values, morals, religion, and very focused on working hard for what we want. I'm just trying to think about everything that can affect me in the long run. So I asked her, how old is her boyfriend? She said he was 27. All right. So I want to talk about this because I think that we have to understand um, the type of situations that we are in, right? And I told y'all before, like, get y'all older dude, right? That's what I said. That's what I meant, that shit. So when you are dealing with a man that is 27 and y'all might have everything else in common, like you said, y'all have family values in common, morals, religion, da-da-da. Y'all are very compatible. Y'all have the end, the same end goal and same lifestyle in mind from what I can see from reading, well, halfway in mind from reading um, your letter. You have to understand that when a man is in his 20s, 27 is a young age, they are not fully established. If you love this man and y'all have everything else in common, you're going to have to do the 50-50 with him. You're going to have to build with him. And it's, and you know what I'm saying? And I think that sometimes we um, we don't tell young girls this, right? We don't tell them that, well, he's not going to be established in the beginning. You know what I mean? You're not going to just like, um, how can I put this? You're not going to just come across somebody your age and he just got it going on and he could pay for everything and da 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 That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're going to have to be 50-50 with him. You're going to have to build an empire with him. That's just how it's going to be. And then when he gets on his feet, you might not want for anything. You might be that couple. You might. This is a big chance. This is a gamble you got to take. You know what I'm saying? This is where love comes into play. Um, You might be that couple where he gets on his feet, he becomes successful, and you become the wife that don't have to want for nothing. You get what I'm saying? And y'all been together for all these years. And he held you down and you held him down type bullshit. You get what I'm saying? Not bullshit, but you know what I mean? Type shit or whatever. And then other people might look at you like, oh my God, her husband take care of him, da, da, da. But you don't know that. That bitch had to struggle with him. She had to go 50-50 with him. She had to do certain things with him. She had to build that empire with him. You get what I'm saying? And it's nothing wrong with that. There are a lot of relationships like that in the world. Do I want that for me? No. But there are some that works like that. You get what I'm saying? You just have to understand that when you are 27, when somebody's 27, you can't expect them to be able to hold your whole lifestyle and have everything because he can't. And that's why I tell women not to get married unless he can provide for you. You get what I'm saying? And if you feel as though he can't provide for you, then you shouldn't be getting married. That's just my opinion. But if you want to marry for love, then you go ahead and you marry the man for love and understand that you're going to have to split bills with him. Understand that he's not going to be able to do everything for you. Understand that it's going to be, bae, I would like these shoes or I would like this laptop so I can work on this. And you wouldn't have to wait a couple weeks for him to get it. But guess what? He got it for you. You know what I mean? You're not going to have um, the, oh, you know, housewife thing right away because he's young. Men don't really step into their money until they get older. Men are not in their prime until they get older. So you would just have to go on that journey with him and build, build something. That's what you said. You're trying to build something. So if you're trying to build something, you can't expect for him to carry the load on his own. You're going to have to help. 
You're going to have to do 50-50. And he probably was looking at you crazy when you expected him to pay for everything, whatever you asked him for. Because, like you say, y'all been going 50-50 on dates and other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So he's probably like, what the fuck, bitch? You can't get it on your own? You know what I'm saying? Because he's young, and it's a lot for him. But if he had it, he wouldn't mind. But he don't have it right now. So I guess what you have to worry about is if you love this person, this guy, and you see yourself being with him long-term, and you willing to bet your bottom dollar that he will become successful, then you're going to have to take that gamble with him and just dug it out and see what happens. You get what I'm saying? Dug it out and see what happens. You know what I mean? And you're going to have to be the one to motivate him and to push him, and you're going to have to split some bills, and you're going to have to pull your weight in the beginning. And like I said before, there's nothing wrong with that. There are some women that do that, and then in the long run, in the long run, they are the most beautiful housewife you have ever seen. They don't have to pay for shit, and they good because that ain't gonna make sure you good. You know what I mean? That's like the woman that they man want to be a rapper, and they pay for the man's studio time and take care of him and all the other bullshit. When they get up on his feet, bitch, he buying you a Maybach. You know what I'm saying? That's the gamble you gotta take. You know, when you're dating someone your age, that's just what it, you gotta get it out the mud with the nigga. And if that's what you wanna do. That's just what you're going to have to do. For If you love that nigga like that, you can't but love that nigga. I keep saying nigga. If you love him like that and you really want to deal with that man on that level, that's the gamble you're going to have to take. If you want to eliminate going through something like that, then you're going to have to date older. But the truth is a lot of women can't handle an older man and a lot of women can't even stomach an older man. And that's the thing. And I, when I say stomach, I think a lot of y'all have in y'all mind that old men, older men are like, Ew, granddaddy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-uh. Girl, they be the best. I don't know about y'all. Not even just because of what they can do for you, but just because they are already, they already experienced life, baby. They already seasoned. You get what I'm saying? So it's some things that he could just school a bitch with. You get what I'm saying? It's something he could just teach you and show you and it just be like, mm. You know what you need to read the book? The MM Man is for Money. Because she dead talked about dating a dude that was her age. She talked about like, her being in between a dude that's her age and an older guy. She talked about the difference between the two. All right? And she talked about, like, how she had to, like, split money and do all sorts of bullshit with the young dude. When she got the older guy, she ain't had to worry about none of that shit. Um, Password Cuddy is her name. But, yeah, read the book, The Emmett Man It Stands for Money. And just listen to her story. And it might help you a little bit. But more of the story is that when you're dating someone your age, you got to get it out the mud with the nigga, okay? I'm trying to get it, little baby. I'm trying to get it, money back. Yo, you're going to have to do all that. But if you're trying to just, like, eliminate that, then you're going to have to date older. And you got to get out your mind that older men are ilk because they're not. <laughs> they're not. There are some, I'm going to tell you, I met a 50-year-old that was far as shit, bitch. He was in shape, honey, okay? I was like, ooh, damn, okay? I know a 35-year-old that don't even like you 35. Nigga like he in his 20s. And I will sit on his face any day, okay? And the fact that it's like, it don't even be on some shit like you just want them to like sponsor your whole fucking life. It could just be like when you go out on dates, you don't have to split shit. You know what I mean? Like just that, once you, this thing, once you get into, and I'm not trying to force my beliefs onto anybody, but I'm just saying that once you experience going on a date with a guy where it's nothing, like, Ruth Chris is nothing. You know what I mean? Like, going on a date with him and it's like, get whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, that. once you experience that, and that's just slight shit to people that, you know, doing 50-50 and shit like that. But once you experience that, you want to be like, I don't got to leave a tip. Why I got to leave a tip? Why I got to, you know what I mean? Because if I go out with a, a such and such, 
I don't gotta pay for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like once you experience that shit where you could just sit there and you know y'all talk, y'all having a good time, but he orders all your shit for you, he pays for everything for you, he opening doors for you and shit like that. You never have to go in your wallet for anything unless it's you buying him a gift or whatever you choose to do for him. You get what I'm saying? Your money means nothing to him. You don't wanna go back. You do not wanna go back. But when you love somebody, when you love someone, you just don't treat them bad. When you love somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean, and that person is not established yet, then you have to go into that 50-50 situ- situation. You get what I'm saying? And it's nothing wrong with that if that's who you choose to be with. Like I say all the time, love will leave you broke, but love conquers all. And if you do love that person and that person loves you and y'all both in y'all 20s, hey, you know what I mean? They say at some age we expire. So, I don't know how old you are, but if he's 27, and let's say you 27, why not? Why not get married and get it out the mud with the nigga? You know what I'm saying? You've been doing it all this time, you know? Hey, because, I don't know. That's just my advice. But can you date, can you can you get an older guy that, that'll buy shit, that will take care of you and make sure you good, or you know, invest in you and teach you things and help you with your credit and pour into you and you can have your house and your picket fence and all that shit. Can you get that? Yeah. But it requires some work? Yeah. But you could get it. But you, are you going to love that person? Are you going to find them sexually attractive? That's things you got to put in the mind because some of y'all can't, like I said before, stomach an older guy. Some of y'all can't even handle being out seen with an older man because you worry about what Tom, Dick, and Harry going to think about you. You can't even kiss the older guy because you're like, oh, my God, he got a bald head. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is things that y'all deal with. And, you know, and the thing is, when I was younger, I felt the same way. I'm not even going to hold you. When I was younger, my homegirl, um, my homegirl, she was younger than me. So I probably was like, this one sound messed up. But I was like... 18 my homegirl was 16 and she always dated older men mind you i was 18 the guy i was dating was like 24 23 her dudes was like in the 30s bitch and she was 16 it's very much giving pedophile i'm not telling y'all to do that okay but it's very much giving pedophile you know what i'm saying but um she was the type of girl that she just like my friend she had a car before all of us had a car at 16 she was whipping it you feel me? She was always heels, bags. You know, her makeup was wild crazy, but she always had her hair done. She was, at a young age, she always wanted that type of lifestyle. Like, the, I guess what you would say luxury is, you know what I mean? She always wanted to be dolled up and pretty and, you know, she wanted to go to the nice areas and eat, you know, eat good and all that type of stuff. Like, she wanted to experience life on a whole different level. You know what I mean? Like, and at that age... I was more like, I wanted to go to kickbacks with my nigga and just drink with him and chill, have a good time, and we got something in common, we got something to talk about. I didn't care about going on dates and him paying and things like that, you know, or splitting a bill with him. None of that stuff mattered to me, you know what I mean? But, I mean, when I'm if I'm 18 and, he's, and the dude I was talking to was 23, I never paid for shit anyway, you get what I'm saying? But we didn't go to nice places that I was used to. So I could let alone be like, oh, babe, you got to pay for all my expenses. He could barely pay for his, you know what I'm saying? So um, I say I like to say that I didn't have that mindset in the beginning, but she did. And this bitch didn't want for nothing. Like I said, she was the first one with a fucking car. 
She was first going to have a fucking apartment. She was doing her damn thing. Dizzle, okay? Doing my thing. Dizzle, okay? And that man paid for her car, did all those things for her, whatever. But I used to say to her, like, I can't. Why you do this? Like, these niggas old as shit. Like, I couldn't even stomach. Like, ew. Like, grandpapa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I was looking at her. Like, mm-mm, girl, no. But then... When I turned 21, I started looking at it differently because it's like, I mean, now I'm old enough to drink and shit like that. But I actually started to find older men attractive because, I don't know, it was something about the beard and the baldy for me. And it was something about the fact of, like, not having a dude drive my car or not having to get in an old beat-down Honda. I don't know. It was something about him teaching me some things that I just liked. It was something about him showing me something I'd never seen before. It was something about him checking my black ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. They'll check you, bitch, real quick. It was something about him telling me, like, you ch- you, you wildin'. You know what I mean? This, you doing this wrong. This how you do this. You need to do this. You know what I mean? Telling me about myself and putting me on game. That just did it for me. And then it just took it over the edge that the fact that if I deal with you and I need something, I don't have to wait until payday. Because they know how to save. <laughs> they know how to. Young niggas will be saving, bitch. You know what I mean? But, Yeah. Um, damn, now that I think about it, is it vagina and vibes or should it be vagina vibes and older men? I don't know, bitch. But yeah, I think, sis, that if you love him and you want to be with him and you understand that you will have to get it out the mud with him and you okay with that because you said you want to build something. That's why we got to be careful when we talk about building something, okay? You want to build an empire. I mean, you got to, you got to spend your money too, bitch. You got to spend your money too. You got to devote into this too, you know what I'm saying? So be careful with the words that you choose, but... You say you want to build something with somebody, that's that's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? And, hey, y'all young. You still living the American dream? Shit, to be in your 20s and be married, have your own apartment. Y'all going to split bills together and shit like that. But be 20, be married, have your own apartment. You know you got your own man. That's a dream for some people. It is. And then you have other women that think differently. But it's a dream for some people. And it's all about, guess what? You got something that most people don't have. And you have love. You know? And you just got to figure out what what do you want out of life? What do you see? What type of lifestyle you see for yourself? Me, personally, if you was my daughter. I don't have any kids, but I'm just saying. If you was my daughter or my little sister, I would tell my little sister or my daughter that he needs to wait till he's established to be... Um, Get him married. Does this man have a career? You know, not because a, a, a dead-end job, you're going to be hopping from jobs. No, does he have a career? Does he have a skill set that no matter what, if he get fired right now, he can get up and make some money on his own? You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I will watch how he take care of himself. Does he Does he save? What is his credit score like? You get what I'm saying? I worry about all of those things before I tie myself to him because those things are what's going to tell you how he's serious about himself. And if he's serious about himself, and making sure he's good. When you get married to him, you are a reflection of him. Y'all are now a unit. And if you have kids, he's going to make sure y'all good. So I would say, I would ask those questions. And if all those things are all A1, day one, then I would say go ahead and marry him. But understand that in the beginning, you're going to have to spend a little bit of that. That's just what it is. And if they're not A1, day one, then I would say wait till he gets established. You don't know where you might be at a couple years from now. If it's meant to be, it'll be. That would be my answer. That would be my answer, what I would tell my little sister or my daughter. However, you know, like I said before, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You're living and learning. I'm not a perfect person. So, you know, 
everything I say ain't gold. You gotta listen to you in your heart. Okay? But um I think that wrapped up today's episode. So today's lesson was understanding that if you want a man that can provide for you, you have to date up as an age wise because young men are not there yet. And because young men are not there yet, that means you will have to be Bob the Builder. And if that's not something you want to sign up for, then date up. So that'll be the one thing you learned from this episode. The second thing you learned is that do not be fucking and sucking nobody that can't do shit for you. Period, point blank. If a man is sleeping with you, you need to be asking that nigga for some money. He needs to be helping you in some shape, form, way. Okay? Um, understand that everybody, that understand that a lot of these men want what you got. So value it and monetize it. Um, we also talked about how a vibe, okay? Understand that you have to be, you have to provide something that the next person isn't providing or you just have to give him a feeling that he can't get somewhere else. And if you want me to go more in depth in that, then you need to go listen to the way you make him feel and how to make a man crave you and all those other things that help you build into making yourself a vibe, okay? Um, having a personality, okay? Um, yeah, so we talked about that because some men won't spend a check on just pussy because they get pussy anywhere. If they want to just pay for pussy, they pay for prostitute. Some men run, run a checkup on a vibe. They run a checkup on the fact that that's my homie through and through. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I went out with my homeboy the other day. We called him J. Cole. We went out. It was me, him, and my two homegirls and my two best friends, whatever. We all went out to eat. And, um, we was all talking about, like, nah, niggas spend money on a vibe. You feel me? Like, real shit. Like, niggas spend money on a vibe. So we started having a conversation. He was like, nah, this shit true. He was like, Vicky, you know my name, my real name is Vicky. Miss Ross, my real name is Vicky, okay? He said, Vicky is my bitch. Like, he was, she was like, he was like, at the end of the day, that's my friend, but that's really my bitch. Like, she is my homie at the end of the day. Like, yeah, me and him, me and him had did a little couple of things or whatever, whatever can be back in the day, but... That's still my friend. You get what I'm saying? And I give him that. I give him that when he know around when he come around me, he gonna feel like he a man. You know, he gonna have a good time. You know what I mean? He gonna be at peace. He ain't gotta worry about bitch questioning him, blowing up his phone, none of that bullshit when he around me, because I don't care that much. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really the homie. Like you can take me to the strip club, we could throw money together and touch on ass. We could do anything together, you know what I mean? So I built that type of vibe with him. So he was just like, Yeah, Vicky really my homie through and through. Like, that's really my bitch. Like if she was here by herself, we was at dinner. He was like, if she was here by herself and I came and I met her and I was talking, I'll pay for everything. She don't got to pay for shit. Off the strength of, that's my homie, for real. You feel me? When I'm around him, I never paid for anything back in the day. When I'm around a lot of my male friends, a lot of them, I don't pay for shit. Like, I have not been in the man presence that had to come out, out of pocket. Real shit. You get what I'm saying? When all three of us, well, all four of us had went out to eat. Me and a girl split our bill, and he paid. He took some of the stuff off our bill, and he paid for it or whatever case may be. But I didn't have him pay for everything. One because that ain't my nigga. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nobody's birthday. He ain't fucking and sucking none of us. He just our homie. You get what I'm saying? But the fact is, he still took stuff off our bill, and he paid for it. He still put up money, and he said if Vicky was here by herself, I'd just pay for Vicky. You get what I'm saying? So I say I like to say that when I'm around niggas, I I can't recall any friend that I've been around a male that I came out of pocket. Never. I don't have to pay for shit. And niggas, when I pull out my wallet, I pull out my car, they be like, what you doing with that? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, sub- I'm a vibe. Like, I'm really a fucking vibe. Like, I'm really they homie. You know what I'm saying? So, learn how to be a homie, lover, friend, slut. No, that sounds crazy as shit. But learn how to be that. Learn how to be a nigga, be a homie, lover, friend, and a slut. If you could be all three of those things, bitch, you never got to pay for shit. So, that's what we learned today. Date, date older men. They established. They don't mind spending their motherfucking bags. 
create a vibe and understand that a lot of people want what the fuck you got in your legs, so make them work for it through your point blade. So we're already on an hour and I didn't expect to be as long. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. <laughs> as always, ladies, keep it clad shit. Make sure y'all slip a slide in my DMs at Miss Brownstone. That's MS period Brownstone underscore. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on TikTok. Subscribe to my YouTube. All those good things. We got merch. Blasey blasey. As always, keep it clad shit. And I look forward to seeing you guys next time.